0: Hey, this is Ben Baker from Your Brand Marketing. If you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend,
1: Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and I we are going to float more boats today. That's what my good friend, colleague, Ben Baker does from Your Brand Marketing. He's... I... He's just a pioneer to me, man. He started back when you're killing trees with direct mailers and whatnot. Now we can help people level up, whether it's online, on your podcast. Um, He's an author. Make sure you pick up his books. They're in my show notes. And if you're looking to launch a podcast, make sure you reach out to Ben um, as well. So I can't say enough about my good friend, Ben Baker. So I'm just going to kind of like ask you to sit back, relax, take some good notes, because here comes my really good friend. Ben Baker with your brand marketing. Let's level up. Time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. It is Scott Ferguson. And I got a 2.0 interview today where I had my good friend Ben Baker on with the fantastic Claire Chandler. Uh, but I also, she has the whirlpool effect, and Ben has your brand marketing. and They collaborated. And they're just kicking butt, total go-givers and helping people. But now I wanted to have a one-on-one with my good buddy, Ben Baker. You know, for the last 25 years, Ben has helped people communicate both inside and outside the company to help them to stop being commodities and start being brands worth loving. I love that. Not just commodities, which a lot of times people are stuck in that and, um, and, and Ben really makes you shine. So he's a two-time author, podcast host, and champion of differentiation, differentiation. Differentiation. So, there differentiation. Thank you, Ben. I, the There's big the words, big word. The big words come. So introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. But first, you probably know this is coming. What's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is blue. Blue. Why is and, that, Ben? And, and you know what? It's a dark blue. I, it's, it's just one
0: of those colors that just grabs me it's one of those things that you sit there and say okay fine and for people who don't i'm wearing red today so figure that one out
1: well they're both in your they're both in your color wheel brother absolutely (laughs) they absolutely are you know anything that makes me look a little bit more handsome i'm in right me too we were we were joking off uh off screen if you will folks of uh you know we both have the uh, the the face for radio so no ben has that awesome uh voice that really just sucks you in and his podcast is fantastic and i'll put that in the show notes as well but make sure you listen to this whole show before you pop over to there cuz ben's going to drop some serious knowledge nuggets on you for leveling up your brand making sure you're not a commodity so ben let's let's get into it man let's let's talk a little bit about a little bit about your origins and how you leveled up into your brand marketing yeah i mean i got into the communication and marketing game about
0: 25 years ago I started off killing trees. I was in the direct mail business. I killed more trees, decimated forests. You know, we're talking half million, million piece direct mail campaigns that, you know, you just sit there and just go, okay, let's just get them out. And I worked mostly with casinos and with uh, grocery chains, and it was all variable direct marketing. It was all about sitting there going, okay, how do we get individuals into the marketplace? How do we get the offer that is going to resonate with people because, we started to sit there and go, okay, let's throw static stuff out there. So we had a sheet of uh, of coupons or we had one offer that went out the casino and it didn't resonate. But as soon as you start going variable, you started to sit there going, okay, we've got data on these people. We know what they do, how they do it, what they buy, what they don't buy, who they come in shopping with, who they go to the casino with and be able to actually create personalized, you know, direct mail pieces that are aimed directly at them. We went up to forty percent response rate on a oh. month over month basis, and it's that's what really, really got me excited about the
1: communications game. And you did it before Facebook did it. You oh, really? Think about it. Facebook like built stuff over people's interests and income and stuff like that, and you were doing. It. And I'm curious, how did you pull that information? Well, I, it's funny because
0: even twenty five years ago, there was loyalty cards. Sure. The problem is everybody had loyalty cards. I mean, the casinos had <laughs> loyalty cards, the grocery stores had loyalty Blockbuster cards. Blockbuster video. <laughs> Blockbuster video had loyalty cards, but the problem is nobody was doing anything with them. I remember walking into one of these casinos one day and I, and I, and I signed the non-disclosure. I went behind the glass door and went into their computer room. And I'm a computer geek. Right. I, I fully admit it, I'm full propeller head. You know, I ran the mainframe at, at the university in uni- you know, when I was in university and I started looking around and I started typing and I started looking and drool started coming down my, my face. And these guys are going, "What?" I go, you guys have no idea the information you have on these people. Do you, they said, what do you mean? I go, you guys have gold here. You know, th- for the casino business, we knew how often people came down, what games they played, who they came down with, how much they spent, how much they won, how much they lost. Right. You know, how frequently they came down, when their birthday was, when their anniversary was. And we were able to create, you know, different direct mail pieces for the same person throughout the year that just kept them coming down because we were able to make offers that were individualized to them and spoke to them. So that's really where my whole philosophy came from. And it got into, okay, now that we we know so much about our customers, how do we understand who we are as a company and how those two come together and that that's really where things came from. And that got into, you know, a whole bunch of stuff with branding. It got into customized promotional marketing for a while where we did, you know, 50,000 or 100,000 absolutely custom pieces to you. Nobody else could have it right from the 3D mold all the way up to getting them produced overseas in Asia and then breaking the mold once we were finished with the project so nobody else could have it to now we do a lot of work with internal communications where we sit there and say, how do we get your people to understand who you are, what you do, why you do it and why they should care and how they matter. And the key word is, how do they matter? Because when you have internal brand champions, those are the people that are going to be your best marketers. Those are going to be the people that are going to talk to your customers, that are going to give your customers the best experience. And those are the people that are going to help you elevate
1: your brand and make, you know, 5X, 10X, 15X your business. And those are people that are loyal to the brand, is what you're saying, the internal brand champions? Okay, got it. Got it. So, if I'm... Right, right now, if, as we get into your brand marketing, if, if I'm out at a networking event, which here in South Florida, we're a little bit able to do, but I do a lot yeah. of still do a lot more on Zoom and whatnot. What, in, and I'm shutting my mouth and opening up my ears and we're having a conversation. What kind of things are they saying that will make them a good prospect, referral connection for your brand marketing? You know what? The biggest thing is, is companies going
0: through change. Companies that are absolutely going through change, people that are in flux. I mean, whether it be the COVID, whether it be you know sending employees home, whether it be mergers, whether it be acquisitions, whether it be you know the grandparents have just given the company to the grandchildren. There's all those different levels of change within companies right. that create flux, that create uncertainty, that it create anxiety. And unless you can manage that anxiety and get people back aligned with the brand and get them understanding where the new direction is, it's almost impossible to move forward because especially with mergers and acquisitions, we have a customer going through it right now. It's a thousand person company and a hundred person company. Two different cultures, two different purposes, two different missions, two different visions, but the big company liked what the little company does and $250 million later, they were part of the big company got it but what's going to make it successful is when they all are are talking the same language when they're all believing the same thing when those hundred people are integrated successfully into the larger corporation and they're able to tell not only their you know their core history story but how that evolved into being part of the bigger
1: picture so let me ask you something so you were starting when you start going into a a company and you're brought in probably by one of the top people in the company to kind of bring you in. And so you Mm -hmm. have that lack of a better term, that Indian that's below the chief. And they're always, and including myself when I'm brought in, they're never really on board at first. What do you do to make sure that they become comfortable as you're moving in to help their company level up and get them on board? Because a lot of people, they don't get access to the CEO, but they get access to that person. So Absolutely. What's your little secret sauce in that, if you don't mind sharing? My secret sauce is to listen to
0: them. What do they think? Where do they think the company is right now? What do they think the challenges are? Where do they think the successes could be? Where do they think that the company is going? Where do they think that people are, you know, within the company, that are going to be the people that are going to help the company succeed. And who do they think that the people are that aren't going to help the company succeed? Now, I may not take them a 100% at face value. Sure. But what I'm going to do is let them talk. Let them give me their expertise. Bring them in as an advisor, bring them in as the person who is guiding me along the way. And from there, I can sit there and say, okay, now that I have your opinion, I want to talk to everybody else. Is that okay? And let's let's, let's sit down and go, Let's find out what this division thinks. Let's find out what this department thinks. Let's find out what this, you know, this person thinks. Sure. And be able to have those conversations. But the first thing you need to do is you need to find out who are the people that are either going to be the roadblocks or going to be the champions or the
1: people that were the roadblocks who could become the t- champions to be right. able to, to make things work. because it's Almost in- make them an alliance, if you will. As you're going through the different departments that they're overseeing, correct? Yeah, because if you try to go around them, if you try to go over them or
0: through (laughs) them or or whatever, you know what? It's just going to cause you unnecessary grief. Right. So go ahead. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. No, it's just if you sit there and realize that these people, you know, even if they've got access to grind, even if they've got, you know, their own agenda, not understanding what that agenda is, not understanding what that ax is, not
1: understanding where where they're coming from. Sure. You're never going to get them on your side. True, true. You have to relate with them as well. I love the way that you answer that by keeping them involved. So then when you're brought into a company... And you, you know that they're going to be sitting there, lack of a better term, baited broth to sale. oh, my gosh, how's your brand marketing, Ben, going to really help us level up? Is there any good question that you wish the company would ask you but never do when you're in the discovery process?
0: Yeah. The biggest question I ask, I want people to ask me is, why should I trust you? Because it's, it's that underlying factor that never gets said because when you walk in as that pro from Dover that you know <laughs> that's that flown in you know in, in this in the suit and tie right, you know immediately people think you're gonna fire them, you're gonna change everything, you're gonna uh, you're gonna you know mess up their entire life and create chaos that that's the first thought that everybody's mind is when sure. all of a sudden a, a consultant or an efficiency expert or whoever gets flown into an organization the first thought is all hell is about to break loose sure absolutely Yeah. and the more i can get those people to sit there and say look my job is to sit there and say what's going right right as well as what's going wrong and be able to sit there and say let's let's you know Figure out how we can make more right, absolutely, and, and be able to build on the successes you guys already have. Instead of tearing everything down, let's not tear things down.
1: Let's build on the successes you already have. And, that, and that's so true too. So when you're when you're starting to work with a company, each one of them has a different where they lack what, mm-hmm. again, I'm going to ask some more secret sauce here from you, my brother. Uh, what is one of your tactics to help them really find that blind spot? Cause a lot of times they don't even know it's there. What do you yeah. do? What I do is I, mean, I start with,
0: with who are you, what do you do and what you do and how we do this is we get small groups together. And what I do when I was doing this live and in person, We would bring a visual artist in who does, you know, those, those hand drawings that, you know, not caricatures, but I I understand. Yeah, exactly. We bring people in and they're creating a three by five foot, you know, pictorial about what we're talking about. And the interesting is, is you'll get the finance department, the, the marketing department, the sales department, the ops department, the legal department, and we'll bring them all in separately. Um, and ask them the same type of questions and facilitate the same conversation. And at the end, you put up all these pieces of paper in a room, including a conversation that you've had with the, with the C-suite, mm-hmm. and say, okay, where are the similarities and where are the differences? Got it. And dimes to donuts, you sit there and ask people, what's the true value of this company to, you know, to your customers? And you're going to get 16 different questions. You're going to get 16 (laughs) different answers, (laughs) you know, based on who, you know, who you're asking. The finance people only deal with the finance people. The ops people only deal with the ops people. Marketing people, God love them. And I am a marketing person. A lot of times they never talk to the customer. No, you know, they, they, everything, everything is done through because I have AI and I have, you know, and I can, I can listen and I can watch the bots and I can, I can make all my assumptions based on that, but that's another, that's a different story in a different place. Sure. Um, But if you sit there and amalgamate all these different stories together and then sit there and say, okay, where's the truth within this, then we have a position to be able to move forward. But until you can understand where people are You can't help them move forward. You have to
1: have that line in the sand. You have to have that base. That's what I found in my coaching as well to find where they're at and really getting to know the person and whatnot. As we kind of transition and getting to know Ben a little bit right now, remember Back to the Future, right? With Marty McFly. Absolutely. Let's get into that DeLorean. All right. And let's go back to the 22, 23 year old uh, Ben. And yeah. kind of knowledge nuggets. It's what we call them here at time to shine today. Are you dropping on the 22, 23 year old Ben to maybe help him level up, shorten his learning curve and blast through?
0: Well, I was lucky when I was 23 years old, I was living in Israel for two years and I, 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 I moved overseas and, you know, left everything, uh, you know, slept on somebody's couch for a couple of weeks until I was able to find an apartment and a job and, 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 and moved on. So, the, the thing I would tell people is, is t- when you're that young, take risks. Sure. You know, I absolutely tell people when you don't have a job, when you don't have a career, when you don't have a, a wife and a house and, 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 and kids and everything that goes along with it. You know, now is the time to take the risk, and, and that's either a risk within a corporation where somebody says, "Can you do this?" The answer is yes, and then you fi- <laughs> right. and then you find then you figure out ways to do right. that. If they've got enough confidence in you to ask you to do something, you're it means that you're probably smarter at, at doing something that you do. You may need help, you may uh-huh. need you know guidance along the way, but you know what the things that you're going to learn along the way by doing that are. immeasurable Immeasurable. and i think that that we need Mm. to all i was just on a podcast the other day and we were talking about being comfortably uncomfortable sure and i think that that's probably the best phrase that i could use is tell people to be comfortably uncomfortable you know take risks don't bet the farm you know don't put yourself in a position where you're going to be sleeping on the street right but you know realize that what you have as a 22 or 23 year old is you have time on your side. Absolutely. There's lots of time to recover. There's lots of time to sit there and say, you know what? That didn't work out. What did I learn
1: from learn from it? Right. And how do I use that knowledge to move forward? Got it. Got it. And and so Ben, how do you want your dash? Remember that little line between your incarnation date and your expiration date, that little life and death date dash. How do you want people to remember Ben's dash? You know what, what I really want people to
0: remember is, is that I was there for people. My, my goal was to elevate other people, you know, that, that's my raison d'etre. That's my reason for being is, is to help other people find their own purpose, find their vision and communicate it effectively. You know, that, that's what gets me up every morning and that's what makes me happy, um, it's not about how much money I have in the bank. It's not about the you know the Lambo or the the yacht or the or the fifteen thousand square foot house.
1: Right. It's it's all yeah. about how did I differentiate other people's lives? Love it. And you are, which is fantastic. So then what keeps Ben up at night? What keeps me up at night
0: is really sitting there going, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, and it's 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 that little bit of trepidation and a little bit of excitement and it's it's sitting there going i'm a firm believer and claire and i talked about this on your podcast before is is having one eye on the here and now but one eye on the horizon and i think that that's really important that everybody should be sitting there going what does the next 3 to 5 years of my life look like and you may not get there and things may come along and you Thought you were going to go left and you end up going right. And that's okay. Sure. But if we have an idea of the goal that we're going after, then we can sit there and say, okay, now let's figure out how to get there. If you're if you if you're wandering around aimlessly going, well, I, I, I need to make a million dollars in the next 10 years. Okay, the first question is why beyond the money itself. Right. And the second thing is how. How? How are you going to sit there and say, okay, a million dollars in the bank means that you have to save $200,000 after tax every year for five years, right? What does that mean on a monthly basis? What does that mean in terms of that breakdown? Yeah. What does that mean in terms of the customers that you deal with? What does that mean in terms of, are you selling the right thing or are you providing the right value to the right people? Are you selling your services at too little money? Are you, you know, are you not putting together programs that make you perceived at the level that you want to be. So you can charge that kind of money on a, on a monthly basis Love it. and be able to save the money because you still need to eat. You still need to live. You still need to pay your bills. We're talking $200,000 above and beyond. Right. Right. And, and so it's, it's a matter of putting that whole structure together to be able to sit there and say, okay, this is the goal. This is why it's a goal. This is why it's important to me. Now, how do I
1: break it down and get there? Love that. It's like we say a time to shine to the inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. So it's like, yeah, that. break that, break that down. That's fantastic. So, Ben, what would your definition of a life well lived be?
0: A life well lived is one that is beyond yourself. You know, it's it's not about me. It's not about my needs. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, I like money. I like cars, you know, I like playing golf. You know, we, we all like doing things, but the question is there reaches a point in time where it's not just about self. It's about how do you help your community? How do you help others? How do you elevate? How do you raise the water for everybody? How do you float the boats? And to me, a life well lived is floating more boats. And it's, you know, especially when it comes to the podcasting industry, I love, consulting with new podcasters i love helping new podcasters build a podcast from scratch and not just teaching the the mic techniques and everything that goes with it but the purpose of why are you creating a podcast in the first place love it yeah why are you doing this what you know there's a million podcasts out there 70 percent of them fail in 10 episodes or less sure kind of like a business they're they're ghost cast they're called they're called ghost cast for a reason right Right. the question is how do you elevate yourself beyond that and what are you
1: trying to achieve got it got it love it love it so then what is the one thing that ben knows for sure and kind of quickly on this one please the death is coming (laughs) that's right and live and get busy living i love that i love that so and then, hey, we are back with my good friend Ben Baker from Your Brand Marketing and Ben, you've did this before but you shared it with Claire. So, we're going to rock and roll with our leveling up lightning round again. No explanations, zero. We will Got gotcha. I'm just kidding. But we just no explanations, whatever comes to the top of your head and we will get this rocking cuz I want to hear people have people hear your answers today, all right, brother? I'm ready. Let it go. All right, let's level up. What is the best leveling up advice Ben's ever received? Be yourself. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I read every morning. Perfect. Other than your own website, your brand marketing in time to shine I, you know, shameless plug. <laughs> Absolutely. And what is another website that you like to go to to level up? Google. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <All right. So laughs> or TEDx. What is uh, it? Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, Google or TEDx. Love that. So if I'm in my doldrums, just not really feeling it. Like Fergie, read this book. Oh man, uh, The One Minute Salesman beautiful book! Great book. Ben, what's your most commonly used emoji? Probably the upside down smiley face. (laughs) All right, quickly on this one, also because a lot of people like to elaborate, but who has made the most profound impact on your life? Probably my dad. Beautiful answer. And you can't say your age now because that'd be bullshit. But if you could stay one age for the rest of your life physically, still keep the knowledge you've garnered and continue to learn and, and gather more wisdom, what age physically would that be? That's a good question. It's probably 37 or 39. Yeah, I always say 32. So
0: at least yeah. you're
1: honest. I love
0: That's it. That's right. It's I it. I love late, th- it. late 32. Yes. Early 30s is just too too young, you know? <laughs> I didn't just know enough.
1: Less, um, less uh body aches for me exactly exactly all right so what's your favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to uh it's it's
0: local it's called the steveston salmon festival it's been running for about 75 years and it's an incredible organization that's awesome
1: Last question. You can elaborate just a little bit on this one, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s. I know big hair don't care. 80s. I've I've been 80s boy, you know? Yeah, me too. I mean, you had the rap, right? And then you had the big hair, don't care. You had the British invasion. You had the Ramones. You had everything. Yes, I love that. So, Ben, how can we find you, brother?
0: You know, the best way to find me, the the repository for everything, my podcast, my books, uh, podcast host for hire, my leadership training is yourbrandmarketing.com. If you go there, you can find my social media links. Everything is at yourbrandmarketing.com.
1: And I and I love that. And he's also kind of launched the podcasters for hire. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about that, Ben? And because I want people to really to kind of call in and, and, and get more information from this. Absolutely. In a, in a nutshell. Podcast Host for Hire is all about,
0: it's a branded to you, custom end-to-end podcasting solution. Everything from creation and design, to consulting, to distribution, and will even sit there on the mic and be able to be the voice of your podcast. This is designed for B2B, $50 million and above businesses that don't have the talent in-house realize the value of a podcast for them long term but they don't even know where to start or they don't know how to maintain it that's what this project's all about
1: you know there's so many people in this th- this world squad i tell you you know start a podcast even if it's just your own passion project time to shine today podcast actually start as a passion project you know we're not at the 50 you know million dollar a year scale but You know, it's a great place to start, even if you suck at journaling. Podcasting is really fun to get it out there. And There's great people like Ben and other companies out there that can really help you level up. But if you're a company and you're you're making, you know, quote unquote money and you have business and you really need to add that aspect, make sure you get hold of Ben. Because my friend Ben, he was a computer. He was a tree killing computer geek, we'll call him. You know, he's going to make sure that you know, you're going to find within your company, the internal brand champions that are going to be the best marketers for you. And Ben's company can help you do that. If you're going through change, whether it's from COVID or merger and acquisition, or it's being turned over to someone new in the family, family member, Ben can help you come in, make that change seamless and help you level up. If you're going, you know, if you have a company and you have someone that's underneath you you know, make sure that they're kept in all the decision makers. And Ben, someone's like Ben Company, is going to hold them by the hand for a metaphorically and kind of go to each department and make sure that he, everybody's heard, and especially that decision maker as well. So keep that decision maker available to Ben and other companies and coaches and consultants. And if you're working with a consultant or a coach, ask them, Why should I trust you? I mean, it's paramount. No one really asks that. I love that. Make sure you ask that. You know, he wants you to be, Ben wants you to be comfortably uncomfortable. You know, especially if you're young, take risks, fail forward, get your asking gear, like we like to say here, you know, ask for that help. He's going to be someone that's remembered as elevating other people the find their purpose a vision and communicate that effectively. You know, he wants you to harness trepidation and get excited. Keep an eye on here and now and one eye on the horizon. You want, he's going to be someone that's lived beyond himself. He's going to because he's made more boats float my boy, Ben, thank you so much for coming on the Time to Shine Today, Varsity Squad. And you just level up your health. You level up your wealth. You're so fun. You do so much for a lot of people. You're open to reciprocation. That's what's awesome as well. And thank you so, so much for coming on, brother. Thoroughly enjoyed it. We can't wait to collaborate with you in the future. Hey, Scott, it has been a pleasure. And thanks for having me on the show. All right. Chat soon, my friend. All right. Be well. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast probably brought to you by Sutter & Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.